0: Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. It's the Lord's desire that we will fear and serve Him. Deuteronomy 10, verse 20. Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God, Him shalt thou serve, and to Him shalt thou cleave and swear by His name. It is God's purpose to manifest through His people the principles of His kingdom that in life and character they may reveal these principles. He desires to separate them from the customs, habits, and practices of the world. He seeks to bring them near to himself that he may make known to them his will. With a mighty hand and an outstretched arm God brought out the Hebrew host from the land of bondage. Wonderful was the deliverance he wrought for them, punishing their enemies, who refused to listen to his word with total destruction. God desires to take his people apart from the world and prepare them to receive his word. From Egypt he led them to Mount Sinai, where he revealed to them his glory. Here was nothing to attract their senses, or divert their minds from God and as the vast multitude looked at the lofty mountains towering about them they could realize their own nothingness in the sight of God besides these rocks immovable except by the power of the divine will God communicated with men and that his word might ever be clear and distinct in their minds he proclaimed amid thunder and lightning and with terrible majesty the law which he had given in Eden, and which was the transcript of his character. And the words were written on tables of stone by the finger of God. Thus the will of the infinite God was revealed to a people who were called to make known to every nation, kindred, and tongue the principles of his government in heaven and in earth, to the same work he has called his people, in this generation to them he has revealed his will and of them it requires obedience one thing i noticed here he had called israel he had chosen them and called them they were supposed to make known to every nation kindred and tongue the principles of his government first of all to implement it so that people could see uh, what a wise people and a, and a wonderful god they served and they hoarded it to themselves and cut everybody else off Um, God had called them to be separate from the world to be different from the world but not to hide themselves away and we are called in the same fashion to uh, exemplify his principles and reveal it to the world but you know our verse today it was God himself speaking those words to Moses and it said that we are to fear serve him cling to him believe so strongly in his name that we're willing to swear by his name. And what does it mean to fear him? You know, of course, I looked it up in the 1828 uh, Noah Webster's Dictionary. Um, in Scripture, this is what it said. In scriptures, fear is used to express filial or a slavish passion. In good men, the fear of God is a holy awe or reverence of God and his laws, which springs... a just view and a real love of the divine character leading the subject of it to hate and shun everything that can offend such a holy being and inclining them to aim at perfect obedience. This is a filial fear. Slavish fear, on the other hand, is the effect or consequence of guilt. It is the painful apprehension of mental punishment. um, Romans 8:6, carnally minded is death; thus the apprehension happens. But it is to be spiritually minded is life and peace, and that is Romans 8:6. First John 4:18 says, "The love of God casteth out fear." So the fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. Reverence, respect, due and regard, and that finishes the 1828 definition. That all that seems to say, if we sin and are carnally minded, we will have guilt and the fear of, of law. And the slave has apprehension, the slave to the, and the bond of sin. But perfect love casts out fear. Well, why? Because to have perfect love seems to require a knowledge of the one who is loved. As we come to know God, our trust will be developed Our relationship as he gives us victories over our sins and an experimental relationship we come to know his compassion he never condemns but he does reach out to save and to change us our love is developed over time and until we fall before him melted and repentant with true reverence and awe from what we see in his character defined by his name which was revealed not only in the second commandment, but also in Exodus 33, 18 and 19, and Exodus 34, 6 and 7. God took Israel out of Egypt, away from their pagan devil worship, and out to the desert. I know that what I'm saying here is my own perception. I want to share it anyway, and you can discover your own underlying beliefs maybe in opposition to me or just by hearing it maybe you'll realize what you actually believe but to me when Jesus came to reveal his father to us he didn't reveal a despotic character his life revealed love, tenderness forgiveness and a strong hand up people who knew him changed John is an example of that Um, he was known as one of the sons of thunder. And it is said on his deathbed that he just kept repeating little children love one another. He was changed, so changed. People who knew Jesus were willing to die for him. That tells me something. And Jesus said, If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He was speaking to Philip. He not only looked like his Father, he also had the same character of love. Notice he he did not say, I am the Father. If you see me, you see the Father because I am the Father and the Father is me. He said, I am in the Father and the Father is in me. I think you'll find that in John 17 and some of the earlier chapters of John. You know, I honestly don't believe it's the law itself that gets people so resistant. I actually think it's the idea of force and the attitude behind the person who carries the law or brings the law to us. That causes rebellion, but we don't see force or attitude of a despot in Jesus. He comes to your heart's door knocking for you to open the door, and he bears the flowers of his sacrifice asking you, Will you receive it? He bears no resentment or condemnation. He holds a hand out, and he will walk with you through all your trials giving you a new character like him. Do you think it would be pleasant for him who is perfect love to walk with a person who has a fallen nature that must cause him pain? But his love is stronger. Will you receive it? Will you open the door? I did. And it is sweet. He can make me anything he wants. I love him. If he chooses to use me as a sacrifice to draw others, well, here's my hand, Lord. Psalms 23 is the promise that I want to share today, and I realize it's a bit of a long chapter. I'm just going to read it. 23rd Psalm. You know it by heart. You could say it with me as soon as I get there. Mm. The Lord is my shepherd. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
1: I will never, never leave thee. I will never thee forsake. I will guide and save and keep thee For my name and mercy's sake, Fear no evil, fear no evil, Only all my counsel take. When thy soul is dark and clouded, Filled with doubt and grief and care, Through through the mist by which tis shrouded, I will make the light appear and the banner and the banner of my love I will uprear. Dear Jesus, thank you that you have promised to
0: never leave us, that you will walk with us to the valley of the shadow of death, that you yourself walked through, and we will not have to do what you have done But whatever small thing you allow for us, Lord, we trust that it's for our good and for your glory. We surrender our life to you, our hand to you. We open up our heart, Lord, come in. Thank you, Jesus. I pray for these who are here with me this morning, that they will experience that kind of love, that they would lay down their life for you, that they would know the love you have for them, that they would know that you are there holding out your hand to them personally, so they were the only one on the world that you are working with. Thank you, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. I invite you to join me again tomorrow morning. Let's have a little worship together and spend some time in the morning to get us grounded before we begin our day. Be blessed, my brothers and sisters.